0: Hello, uh, We got a Memo podcast listeners, uh, I just wanted to record a little thing and say, uh, we done messed up, (laughs) um, I went and accidentally recorded this, our, our this week's segment on the back of, uh, last week's segment, so, uh, to listen to our new episode, um... Just go ahead and skip to uh if you're using the anchor app, you can go ahead and skip to the second segment where we talk about uh soccer uh baseball basketball all that good stuff um, or uh you can skip to uh seventeen minutes and thirty three seconds in is where uh this week's podcast starts so uh just go ahead and uh do that and you'll you'll be set up for where we are on uh, uh, this week's segment, so uh, I hope you enjoy. Uh, we'll see you all next week.
1: Hey everyone, Tribute Tips and Days here. We're sorry, uh, podcast has been a little late lately. Um, life happens. We're still recovering from, you know, the holidays, getting back to work, and back in the swing of things. Um, so we've been late. We've been trying to. Be more consistent about these podcasts. Um, obviously, you know, we want to get things out, get our opinions out for you guys, listeners. But we're we're a little late, but you know what they say, better late than never. So this podcast going to be a little short and sweet. Going to break down uh, my thoughts on the college football game. And hopefully, you know, someone can respond next time we're all on together. Uh, a few thoughts on the divisional games. And then look ahead to today's AFC Championship and NFC Championship. So let's start with college football. LSU won. I think John and I picked them for the sake of picks. And they went with Trevor Lawrence. And I still stand by what I said when I said that was a good pick. However, Trevor Lawrence in the game was a little inaccurate. And... You know, thinking back, he was actually very inaccurate. He completed around 50% of his passes. Didn't look very comfortable. Was throwing balls over the heads of his receivers. And this was kind of the first time I've ever seen him just look like this. Does it mean anything? Not really. He's still going to be a... Probably the first overall pick next year. He's still the top quarterback prospect in my opinion, for next year. And you know why I say all this? Because sometimes you just have bad games. Sometimes you just play a team that's better than you defensively. They, you know, they had the lead at one point. They they were up 17-7 until LSU exploded. And, you know, they couldn't answer. LSU had first-rounders talent all over the place on offense, obviously with Joe Burrow. I think Jamar Chase is a future first-rounder. Justin Jefferson could be a first-rounder. You got Randy Moss's son at tight end. Don't know where he's going to go in the draft position, but obviously he's got the genes to be very talented. And then on defense, you play aggressively. You got one of the best corners in the league in Derek Stingley. Pass rushers, fast athletic defense. So Clemson, they just played a good team. And kudos to LSU for winning, I will say, I think Clemson has to be one of the favorites next year with Trevor Lawrence coming back for his junior year. And Etienne is going to return. So the top, the rusher, the top passer, and you still got Justin Ross. So three big offensive pieces returning for Clemson. You still got the coaching staff. I think they're going to have another recruiting class full of talented defenses, but LSU, they've been very talented. They went 15-0, and actually one of the most impressive resumes, I think, in college football's playoff. So kudos to them. They played great. Joe Burrow was incredible, making throws all over the place, right on the money. Very accurate. He's going to go to Cincinnati in the number one overall pick. It was a great game. Like I said, Clemson was ahead, uh, especially early on. LSU was pinned back deep, couldn't get first down, so he had to punt. And then they just flipped the switch. So kudos to Coach O, to Joe Burrow, to LSU, going 15-0 and, and being national champs. As for next year, look ahead. Like I said, Clemson's probably my pick right now because everyone likes to pick so early in advance. And as for LSU, I'm not sure. They lost a ton of talent to the draft. They still have Jamar Chase, who is the Bolitnikov winner, the, uh, the best receiver in college football. But Joe Burrow's leaving. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is leaving, the running back. Justin Jefferson's leaving. Moss is leaving at tight end. And you got a bunch of linebackers. Uh, one of them's Queen. Uh Chase on. The pass rusher is leaving. And maybe even more importantly, the passing coordinator, Joe Brady, for LSU, is now with the Carolina Panthers. And their defensive coordinator, I can't remember where he went, but he's gone too. He's a head coach somewhere. So LSU has a tough task ahead. They got to replace a lot of players, um, probably most importantly with quarterback. And you still, Alabama's not going away. Like I said, Clemson's not going away. Ohio State's not going away. So I don't think it really matters. I mean, LSU won the national championship. And right now, they they don't have that reputation like Alabama or Clemson that's going to continually be there year after year. I think they'll still put up a good fight. But I don't I don't see them. Going back to back. So, the divisional games. I, you know, it's... A, it's a, I'm trying to remember all the games. Because um, it's been a week and a lot has happened. But, let's just... I'll just go by my memory. First game was... No, I'm not even going to go in order. I didn't watch the Minnesota-New Orleans game. I was, I was just doing something, but was surprised or I'm sorry not Minnesota New Orleans Minnesota San Francisco I am not surprised at all that San Francisco completely dominated Minnesota Minnesota wants to run the ball and then play off that and San Francisco didn't let them run the ball they were physically dominant all over the field on defense I mean that defense is unreal if you got Bosa, D. Ford, Buckner, Armstead just rushing the passer. You don't even got a blitz. And then you got Quan Alexander, Fred Warner. Even their backup middle linebacker is good. Richard Sherman, one of the top corners in the game still. They are absolutely dominant. And Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, just couldn't get it done. So San Francisco playing tonight against... We'll go to the next game. Green Bay is playing Seattle. Uh, they They played Seattle last week. And obviously Green Bay came out on top. I watch most of the game. I, I, I struggle with Green Bay. I like Aaron Rodgers, obviously. They obviously deserve their second seed. But in the second half, they seem to fall off a little bit. And part of that might be coaching because after halftime, everyone adjusts. Uh, Russell Wilson comes out to play in the second half always. But they just, it was like they were just holding on. Maybe they got a questionable call to end the game, but I don't know. I I thought Seattle was going to come back and win, but they didn't. This Packers defense has some real playmakers with the Smith brothers. Their corners are pretty good. Biggest weakness, probably the linebacker position, which may be tough, especially if a team has a better runner, running game than Travis Homer. And Marshawn Lynch, is two weeks out of retirement. But Packers came out on top. And now they will play the 49ers, which I think that's the format. We're, I'm just going to go into that game. What do I think is going to happen? Well, if I break it down by, you know, head-to-head. Head-to-head coach, I'm going to go for San Francisco. Head-to-head quarterbacks, I'm probably going to go... I'm I'm sorry. I'm definitely going Green Bay. Um, Running backs. I like Aaron Jones a lot. But the 49ers have so much depth. That they can just rotate through. Defense. I got to go 49ers. And so I think. I really think. I don't want to think this. But I think San Francisco is going to win by at least two scores. Uh, That pass rush. And that defense is just. They can get after anybody. They can stop anybody. They're so deep. They can just rotate guys through. Their offense can be so consistent. I'd say the only wild card is if Jimmy throws a couple picks, maybe a fumble, and the Packers are able to score touchdowns off those. If the Packers can steal some possessions and score touchdowns off them, they have a real shot. But un- unless the 49ers take a ball, you know Kyle Shanahan's going to want to get back to the Super Bowl. It's in San Francisco. I think this is San Francisco's game to lose. And like I said, the, the Packers offense, Aaron Rodgers isn't peak Aaron Rodgers anymore. He's thrown just to Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones, I, I think 49ers are just going to bottle him up. And on the other side, I think George Kittle will eat up some of the Packers defense. So I I don't see a way. That the Packers win this game unless the turnovers happen. And trust me, I I'd love to see Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl, but I just don't think that's gonna happen. If you flip with the AFC side, uh I think the Saturday night game was it was Titans at Ravens. Titans won. They played physical football, they ran all over the Ravens. And I you know what? The Ravens just looked rusty, it didn't look right coming. Uh, about three weeks off a real game, with one week of bye. Wide receivers dropped a couple passes. Some of them, some of them were big gains. One of them was a touchdown. And Lamar Jackson and the wide receivers just looked a little rusty. Um, Lamar didn't play well. They weren't getting those fourth and ones they usually get. The short conversions, they usually run power. Titans were prepared for. And I think Lamar having a bad game, definitely. Affected the whole offense, and you know they couldn't move the ball. It was it was tough. The top offense, one of the top offenses this year, just struggled to move the football. It was weird to see um, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, still a good team. Don't don't count them out. I, anyone who says, "Oh, Lamar Jackson is terrible quarterback, can't throw the ball," he this is the second year he's been in the playoffs. Both years, I. uh I wouldn't count him out. He uh, is very talented. Do, do I think he needs to get consistently better at throwing the football? Yeah, I th- I, th- I don't think the run p- that run offense is sustainable in the playoffs. Especially with defenses starting to adapt. The Bills did it. Obviously, the Titans did it. That's the thing about Greg Roman's offense. It happened with Colin Kaepernick, too. It was really good for a couple of seasons. But then people started to catch on, and Colin Kapner couldn't really adjust to throwing the ball. I think of Mark and Shift and, you know, take another step as a passer. They will be right back in the playoffs. But he's got to be better. But do I—am I, I going to destroy him? No. It's second year. It's a uh, tough playoff game. And uh, I'm not going to say he wasn't prepared. I think the Titans were just a little more physical. Especially with Derrick Henry. I mean, who's going to stop that guy? And that offense flows through him. Tannehill, I think, has thrown for less than 200 yards combined of the two games he's played in this past, but they've been winning, playing good defense. They only allowed 13 points against Patriots, and I think it was 12 against the Ravens. And if you got Derrick Henry just destroying people, play your game. I don't care how you win. But to be honest, I don't really want to see Tennessee in the Super Bowl. Um, but they're playing tonight, or today, they're playing the Chiefs. And that game was incredible. The Texans were up 24-0 in the first half, early in the first half. There were turnovers, muff punts, uh, drop passes by the Kansas City Chiefs. And then Pat Mahomes caught on fire, proceeded to score uh, 51-7 the rest of the game. 51 to 7. That's crazy. It was one of the wildest turnarounds I've ever seen in the game. Pat Mahomes just flipped a the switch. They were they were on and you couldn't stop them. And not much to say else. Patrick Pat Mahomes is the greatest quarterback in the league with all his throwing abilities, different angles, abilities to throw people open improvise. improvise is incredible. Now Looking forward to the AFC Championship game, Titans at Chiefs. I want to, Mike. My, my head is saying oh, Chiefs are going to blow them out. You know they just scored fifty-one points on the Texans after being down twenty-four. They, there, there's no chance. But I think my gut is telling me it might not go that way. And I, part of me wants to think maybe the Titans will win. And here's why. And I might be crazy. Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel defensive coach, and they got a lot of defensive talent on that football team. They're physical, they're fast, and then if you can score the ball and are able to let Derrick Henry run and control the clock, keep Mahomes off field, they definitely have a chance, and they can do it. Especially with Chris Jones out on Kansas City, who would be a huge help in the running game. But I still struggle, because you gave up 24 points to Houston Tech, and then outscored them. The defense kind of stepped up. So I'm going to say... I don't know. The way I see it, it's either going to be another Chiefs blowout or Titans went close. And I'm going to lean on that Chiefs blowout. So I think it's going to be Chiefs, Niners, in the Super Bowl. But who knows? Like, anything can happen. Um, like I said, if, if the Chiefs give up turnovers like they did last week, Tennessee... Is able And Tennessee is able to put touchdowns in with Derrick Henry and controlling the clock. It's going to be tough. But like I said, Pat Mahomes can turn it on in a, in a second. You got speed guys who can flip the field and score touchdowns real fast. So I'm going to go Kansas City 49ers. And hopefully we can break down that Super so, Bowl well, next week. I also want the Chiefs to win because Patrick Mahomes... It would just be more entertaining to watch in the Super Bowl than Derrick Henry. No offense to the Titans. They're a great team. It's a great story to get them to six, from the 6 to the AFC Championship. But me, not as you know a Bills fan and is going to watch the Super Bowl as just a fan of football. I want to see Pat Mahomes. That's who I want. I want to see Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. I think I'll get half that matchup. Um... So yeah, that one, that went quicker than I thought. Those are, that's this weekend. Only three games left this year: two championship games, and the Super Bowl. Don't count the Pro Bowl because that's some garbage. But yeah, as uh, football season's winding wind, winding down, jeez, football season's winding down. Um, so you know we'll start to get into other topics, maybe some hockey. Um, I know some of you guys have been asking me about the baseball and all the cheating scandal with the Astros and the Red Sox and the manager of the Mets. To be perfectly honest, I don't really follow football like that, so I don't know what's going on. I know the Astros and all those people, they cheated, you know, and they cheated the game. Uh, A lot of upper management's been suspended. I don't think any players have been so far, which is kind of interesting to me. Um... We'll see if Roland Zay or John has anything about that, any information, can just give us a breakdown of what's going on. If not, maybe we get Kyle on, so he he follows baseball a lot, so maybe we can get him on and he can just help us out, but uh, like I said, once football's over, we're going to get into other things. Obviously, the draft will come around, NBA, hockey, uh, some soccer, whatever. Whatever you guys wanna wanna listen to, you know we'll we'll try to do our best, and um, yeah, thanks thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy Championship Sunday. We got the AFC game at three, the NFC game around six thirty, and so I hope you I hope you're able to watch it. Hope you're able to have, watch some good games, and uh, we'll be back next week. Thanks
0: what is up everybody uh it is the uh we got a memo podcast uh we're back again for another episode uh we've been kind of slow but we're we're getting back into it you know um michael is not here today but xavier john and i will all be on um yeah and i don't know this week's kind of an oddball one um as we were just discussing, the NHL's on their All-Star break. Uh, football's doing their their Pro Bowl stuff this weekend, so um, there's kind of not a whole ton of... Uh, well, there is and there isn't uh, a whole ton of stuff going on. Um just depends on how much you care about certain aspects. Personally, I'm never really a fan of any of the All-Star stuff. Like, I like watching the home run derby that's about it (laughs) um yeah so i don't know what what did we want to start with
2: let's start with that
0: baseball the baseball okay so um we've been really focused on football the past couple of uh of weeks with uh, the college football playoff and all the bowl games, and then the NFL playoffs, and and all of that excitement. So, uh, but some some big stuff happened in in the sport of baseball, uh, last week, and that is that the Houston Astros um were under investigation for stealing signs in their uh, World Series title season. Um so they were, you know, and they and then they were caught too. So uh they were caught stealing signs. Um I just I thought it was kind of wild because uh I guess I guess Boston's also under investigation. I don't know if they if they said anything about Boston. I don't think they've
2: I don't think they have yet.
0: I don't think they've passed down any... Yeah, they haven't passed down any any uh, penalties on... Or fines on Boston. But... Um, it's pretty big because... Uh, that would mean... The LA Dodgers got, got robbed twice... By <laughs> cheaters. When they're yeah. just out here trying to... You know, be this like... Hard-hitting... All star caliber team. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, I it was, I thought it was it it was really interesting. Um, I'll have to pull up the the actual um, penalties that the MLB put down on Houston. Um, but basically, it led to. I know Alex Cor- or not Alex Cora. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, AJ Hinch. And their GM were both, I know one of the penalties was that they were both suspended for a year, uh, which I did think was actually super light. Um, And then Houston went ahead and uh, let both of them go. Um, And then Alex Cora, who was a bench coach for the Astros in 2017, and then became the Red Sox head coach, who won the World Series the very next year. Um, has also been let go uh, which is kind of wild but you know if he's involved with stealing signs and then he went to Boston and started doing the same thing then like it totally makes sense but also uh, the Mets let their manager go so uh, who was also an Astros coach during the 2017 season and they said mutually part ways but they said hey we don't want to catch flack for this yeah so they let him go um yeah and i i wanted to get you know zay's opinion on it because at first i'm le- i'm reading all the all the things that they're listing and i'm like damn that's they hit, they brought the hammer down and but then uh after i've seen like some other people comment about everything on instagram and you know everywhere else uh you know, it's like, that's all you have to pay to get a World Series championship. That's not bad. So, uh, while I look up the penalties, uh, why don't you, I don't yeah. know if you have any thoughts.
2: Um, I mean, I, I, I think, I don't know, I don't want to say all teams, but I think a lot of other teams, other than the Ashers, Steel signs. I just, the Ashers got caught. Um, I thought it was kind of interesting, too, how they did it. Like, all the videos about, like, banging in the dugout meant this pitch. Like, the number of times they banged in the, like, I don't know what the wall or something in the dugout was, what pitch it was or something. Like, the videos were, it was kind of interesting how they stole signs, I guess you could say. But then, um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. This doesn't have any place in baseball, obviously. Um, I was telling you, this obviously the Pirates didn't do this. They didn't do it well because they stink. Um, so, um, but yeah, I just, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, this is just me, but I think the championship should have been taken away. Um, I don't know. This is sure. cheating. I mean, it's no place in any sport cheating. Um, so, uh, I mean, yeah, I I just think it's 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 good in a way that the Astros got caught because maybe this will bring to the attention the other teams that are cheating to stop. So and they saw how you know punishments. I would have liked to see the championships be taken away because of this. That maybe teams will stop doing this, and therefore the championships would be taken away if you got caught. But I don't know. I just it stinks for baseball. It doesn't look good. Um so yeah, I don't
0: know.
3: John, any thoughts? Yeah. yeah. I think um so I was reading all the, about all the penalties. Sorry to beat you to it, Roland.
0: that's sorry. Right.
3: But the Astros were stripped of their top two picks in each of the next two amateur drafts. So that's one. They had the suspensions that led to the firings. There were massive bans and fines like allocated, you know, given to them, which they probably would have given to spend on the drafts. Um, And I think, you know, the big argument, at least for me, is, is this harsh enough or should it be harsher? Um, And I think that the, you know, what ended up happening to the two guys Obviously, it was harsh enough. They lost their jobs. Their reputations are tarnished forever. Um, and to your point, say, I think there's just been so. I was looking up law big baseball cheating scandals, um, and you know, there's history of people grabbing runners' belt loops in 196, you know, 1961. Uh, the bad uh, this career uh, hitter had a career year with a bat that he later admits was corked hall of famer in 1963 admitted to scuffing the ball and applied his own special gunk and it's just you know baseball and cheating almost go hand in hand and so I'm sure there's a lot more uh complicated intricate cheating scandals that are currently going on that they just haven't caught yet um So, you know, there's a hacking scandal and Big 2010. So, yeah, baseball and cheating go hand in hand. And, you know, I don't think uh, any real punishment is going to be detrimental enough to stop it. You don't think taking away championships would? Oh, dang, taking away championships. Wow, I hadn't considered that one
0: because because here's the thing is a lot of the things that you mentioned are like very individual decisions like a like a pitcher will like you know scrape his nail along the the seams and stuff to try and get some more grip on the ball or like you know if if they can i mean i've i've kind of looked into a lot of that kind of stuff like you know, like they'll they'll bury a pitch in the dirt, and if if the umpire doesn't call the ball back, even though they're supposed to, because they're supposed to give out a fresh ball every time, like, you know the the catcher will throw it back, and then you know he's got he's got a ball that scuffs, and he can kind of get, you know, his pitches thrown the way that he likes, or they use like like pine tar or Vaseline or something, depending on like you know the type of type of handling they're they're trying to get or or something like that. And, like, that's a big individual thing, but the fact that the whole team of the Houston Astros, and I saw when I was looking it up, like, uh, Dallas Keuchel is is already the first player to have apologized for stealing signs and stuff. So, but, like, the whole, you know, the Astros as a whole, this was something that they, you know, condoned. And that's kind of, I mean, it's not like you can take away A-Rod's World Series title because he did steroids or something. I mean, because how can you take away one person's thing? But, like, the fact that the whole team did it, yeah. I think I think that they should... Even though, yeah, the four picks, both from the first, round one and two of this year and round one and two of next year, crazy. That's big. It is big. But... Uh, Yeah, they totally should have gotten their their championship wiped. Anybody that does that, you know.
2: So, I mean, this is a whole other topic, but then what about in the NFL and, like, other sports, other leagues, like, cheating things? Like, I don't know. Like, how does this punishment compare to other leagues' punishments? Like, the Patriots for, you know, things they got punished for. I'm trying to think in the NHL. I can't think of any, like, cheating (laughs) scandals in the NHL. And maybe that's why I like it so much. I don't know. But, no, just, like, the Patriots and, like, things like, you know, we're sitting here saying that championships should be taken away for the Astros. But what about for, like, the Patriots?
0: I'm trying to think the only year that I can think of that a cheating scandal went out and the Patriots won the Super Bowl was uh, the was that 2014 season against the Seahawks Um, and there was that was amidst all the deflate gate stuff that was going on is the only one because I mean if you like the Spygate they lost to the Giants I believe that was the same year. Yeah. Um nice. their undefeated season, I believe that was the same year as Spygate. Um and then this year with the whole Bengals thing, which I still don't really know what's going on with that. I to be fair, I don't know what B roll film is and all this stuff, like Advanced Scout and all that yeah. is about. Yeah. I'm not but super meta into the it.
2: Cincinnati <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> you know? Um <laughs>
2: anyway yeah i don't think there was any intention this year but i do think there was intention in past years but um the other one is the eagles said that they thought they were recorded before their super bowl like one of their practices or something but they lost in that one too
0: yeah so um bill's got yeah, it all planned out you can't get your championship stripped away if you don't uh win the super bowl <laughs> yeah no <laughs> i mean
2: but yeah, know if, if every super bowl year they won though maybe we just don't know about those cheating scandals well
0: yet. i mean you the, could years. yeah here's the thing is you can make that argument for literally any team <laughs> yeah but when a team has the
2: history of doing it if no other team has a history of doing it, then you're not going to question it. But the Patriots have a history of doing it. Every so team has a
0: history it. of cheating. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's just Patriots seem like the most recent and the most, you know, frequent offenders at the moment. It's yeah, a recency that the, bias. There's
2: a cheating scandal in the NFL.
0: It's a recency bias. Let's talk about all those Pittsburgh Oakland games there. What? Back in, like, the 70s and 80s. What what cheating scandals were there in the 70s? I don't know. You guys had, like, knives in your socks and w- did, like, <laughs> cocaine during camp and stuff. Like... <laughs> That's way back
2: in the 70s. There was no rules against that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, though. I... <laughs> I think it's completely different. Like you don't hear other teams saying we're filming their practice. Why
0: would they say that?
2: <laughs> not not saying oh, but
0: Oh, okay. okay. I, no, you know I get what, I mean? what you're saying.
2: I just I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I I do agree that, you know, teams are paying more attention to the Patriots because they've been caught in the past, but like if no other team is getting caught, or, like, no other team is being suspicious of cheating, then, like, yeah, it makes you wonder, is it Belichick? Is it the owners? Like, you know what I mean? I just, yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I think you, for, what I'm saying is I think for the Astros, I think it's, was the, the GM was fired too, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's, I think that's good, because I, I don't think it goes on just the coaches. Like, yeah, the coaches, like, probably did it, and, like... But I don't... I think the GM probably needed to be fired, too.
0: Yeah, um... Hmm. Yeah, regardless, interesting stuff. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll have to do a whole uh, thirty for thirty type. uh... (laughs) Yikes. Um. (laughs) Um. Okay. Let me think. Okay. Yeah. So, um, that was baseball. Um, do we have anything else baseball related to talk about? Uh, it's twenty twenty. Nats are still the World Series champs. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um,
3: the Great world champs of the decade, baby.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> N-
2: nothing new on the pirates. They still uh, aren't doing anything in free agency, so aren't spending money
3: as usual.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I guess we never talked about any moves or anything like that. I was. I was. I was really upset to see um, Anthony Rendon go, but I'm happy he didn't join a team like the Houston Astros or like the LA Dodgers or something that were like trying to get him, the Yankees. Uh, I'm happy he went to, I wouldn't even say that the Angels are like a small team, but I'm happy he didn't go directly to like a team that's already set up to win a championship next year like, the Dodgers or the Astros or whoever. Yeah. So, you know.
2: Yeah. At least you kept kept, uh, Strasburg.
0: Yeah. And I I read somewhere that he, like, I think he even, like, took a little bit less to try and keep Anthony Rendon on. And then he said he wasn't having it, which I don't honestly, I honestly don't blame him, like, Because of Harper's presence on the Nats, like Anthony Rendon, I always thought was severely underrated uh, by a lot of people just because he wasn't really that – he didn't have really that personality um, where, you know, uh, um, like super extroverted personality like Bryce Harper or or like, you know, some of the the people you see – um, like all the big stars in the M O B. so um, I thought that was, you know, I I was always like he's so underrated, and you know, sucks that he can't stay with us, but happy he he's getting what he deserves. So
1: yeah,
2: um. yeah. I don't know. I can't think of anything else for
0: baseball. Yeah, we'll get to it when... After soon. after all this stuff ends. Probably after March Madness. Yeah. And all that. We'll start it, start getting back into it. Um.
3: Roland, I've got a question for you. Yeah. We're shifting gears okay. to, the, to the NHL. And you're taking, taking it to the Golden Knights, firing... Ger- Jared Gerard Gallant sure. Gerard Gallant and replacing him with Peter DeBoer yeah how do you feel as a Sharks fan thoughts on this as an NHL fan <laughs> Savior? you know, chiming in
0: I didn't even know that the Sharks got rid of Pete DeBoer <laughs> 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 until I saw <laughs> that he gets first reaction <laughs> huh saying so this is your first reaction to it yeah yeah, I, it honestly was. I was like I was like, "What? Like the sh- the the Knights fired uh Gallant and then I saw that they hired Pete DeBoer and I was like, "Wait, we don't have Pete DeBoer?" <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, I just I hate it as a Sharks fan cuz he knows how the Sharks are and yeah. You know, we already don't have, um, you know, Captain America, Joe Pavelski. um, So, uh, I mean, I was just looking at the standings. The Sharks are uh, bottom third of the Pacific. Um, It goes, uh, surprisingly, the Canucks, Oilers, Flames, Coyotes. The Knights are in 5th place in the Pacific um, as of right now, and then the Sharks are in 6th, so uh, I don't know where that shakes up for actual playoff standings, um, but they're not winning the cup this year, (laughs) I have zero faith in that, I thought, you know, maybe they had a chance, but I don't know. It's, it's kind of crazy. I don't know. Zay, I don't know if you've thought more about this. Um, I just saw a video about it and thought that it was wild that the, the Knights thought that it was time to get rid of him. Because if you think about it, like, they're a brand new team. They had their first season runners-up of the Stanley Cup, like... I mean people never even i mean some people never even get that far and they did it in their first season um with like this you know like mixed bag of players like that they just got left over from their teams and stuff like they had like so little time to get things together and they just came right out the door uh non-stop uh and the only team that could really slow him down was the caps uh right at the end like that was the only obstacle they didn't really overcome and then the next year yeah they had a first round exit to the, you know thanks to the sharks but um you know it was very close it came down to game 7 in overtime at that and you could argue that his only real mistake as a head coach was not calling a timeout then <laughs> Uh, when they had scored, you know, two goals or whatever off of a power play. Um, so I thought that was, I mean, shocking, but I don't think that he's going to be out of a job for long. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I think I, yeah, I don't,
2: I had no idea why they got rid of him. Um, I want to say maybe there was something else that we don't know about, but, I mean, what, two seasons ago that he was in the Stanley Cup Final? And like you said, last season, first round exit to a good Sharks team, so, I... I mean, and they're not even doing awful this year. I think when they fired him, I'm almost positive, they were in the second wild card spot when they got rid of him, if I remember reading that correctly. And... And the moment Las Vegas became a team, I didn't think their roster was that good. And then he got them to the Stanley Cup Final, and I, I couldn't believe it. And then last year, they had a, a, still a pretty good season. And then this year, like I think I was too quick as a GM to get rid of them. I mean, one... I mean, you could say this season is just okay. Like, it's not good, but it's not really bad either for the Las Vegas team. Um, so... I thought it was very quick to get rid of them. I don't think there was any need to, Um, especially for a young organization like Las Vegas. Um, Yeah, I I really think there was something else to it, but I don't know. So, yeah, it was shocking just like everyone else was, but I, yeah. I mean, did they, I wonder if they ever gave a, clear explanation as to why like if they just said it wasn't performing the way I don't know I don't think the Las Vegas Golden Knights are good to begin with I don't think their defense is that good I don't think their forwards are great either Um, I mean they have Fleury and he's been great for them but I just I don't know I don't think their team was good to begin with and I thought the coach exceeded the expectations big time Oh, so you think? I think, the, it, I think it's. I think it's unfortunate for him to go out because I thought he was doing a good job. So, anyway, do
0: so you think he was? He was the big reason behind their success. success. Yeah, huh.
2: I mean, I, honestly, I would say it was him and Flurry. I mean, Flurry yeah. played great for them in the first season. If he didn't play so well, they wouldn't have made it to the final. Um, so, I don't think it was the players on the ice necessarily. I just think he put in a system that went well with the players he had because he knew it wasn't good. It wasn't great. But, yeah, I, I in a way I feel bad for him because I think he did a good job. John, do you have
3: thoughts on this? No, that's why I asked the question.
0: Um, The other I'm thing is... i following
3: hockey too much this season. Okay. the, other thing is, the playoffs and then I'll be there. <laughs> of
0: all the people that they could hire, oh yeah, yeah,
3: that's the that's the other thing I was gonna say. I don't
0: uh, as as much as you know he was a, the Sharks head coach, and I you know I thought he was a good coach, but I didn't really like. I never. I don't. I don't think I ever really thought like this is the guy that's gonna get him over the top. Because like the sharks had good team, had some good teams. Like twenty sixteen, uh. Uh, I mean they they had some. The twenty seventeen, they should not have lost to Nashville. Was it Nashville? I think it was Nashville. I think they yeah they lost to Nashville in the, in the Western Conference Finals that year, I believe. And I just I, like huh? Yeah. Yeah. It it I mean I thought he was good but I was like I don't know. I I didn't and maybe I'm wrong, but I I don't totally see the the reason to hire Pete DeBoer. other than because he knows the Pacific Division.
2: Yeah. No, I, I think that's exactly why they hired him. Um, he knows the Sharks. He knows, he knows the Pacific Division. Um, but I agree. I don't think he's a great coach. I mean, he got them, the Sharks, 2016 to the Stanley Cup Final against the Penguins. But other than that, I mean, he's had his moments definitely as a coach. But I overall, I don't think he's a Great coach, I mean he's a good coach. But the other thing is, I think he was the best option out there. Um, not too many, there's not too many coaches that are good coaches that are jobless right now. All the good coaches are taken, and so he was the best coach out there. And it was fitting because he knows the Pacific Division, so they figured they might as well hire him and just to get a new, a new guy in the locker room, a new guy in charge I think is what they wanted I guess so I mean it makes sense but um I want I just wonder how long he's gonna be with them before they like hire a more full-time coach I guess like I don't know is he their permanent coach
0: or is it just for this season that's what I was thinking maybe he's like he's kind of like an um Interim. interim guy and and maybe once yeah. some some contracts expire or something, in the off season they can maybe look at they're maybe gonna look at finding someone else. Yeah, I
2: don't know. Um.
0: Yeah,
2: interesting for sure.
0: Yeah, I. No. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. That was all yeah. I had on hockey. It was just, I, I mean, that was kind of mind-blowing to to yeah. see the other day. Um, I don't know. Um, I haven't been able despite being on the West Coast and actually, you know, um, probably being able to get Sharks games, I haven't been watching very much hockey so far. Uh, I'll probably start up. Here shortly, but. Definitely. After the All-Star break, it's always exciting. Playoff races and so forth, so. For some of us.
2: Even you, John, start watching hockey. It's going to get exciting soon.
0: You hear that?
3: I, I hear you. I hear you. I can, I can put it on. I have
0: it. You hear that, listeners?
3: Yeah.
0: I keep thinking, um, because I listen to Kyle's, uh, talk so i keep thinking that i have like talking point or that i've i've recently like seen like a news talking point or something but then i remember that it's from kyle's like something that he was talking about and how he he was talking what in the first episode um he Stay was on track for the... <laughs> huh Wait, this,
3: isn't this getting recorded
0: yeah how long have we been recording 30 minutes yeah,
3: yeah. okay oh.
0: I just want to make sure that we're all fitting into our time frame. Oh yeah, um, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to give a shameless plug to our roommate and friend who's started up a YouTube channel and is also talking sports. Sports talks with Kyle. Yep, sports talks with Kyle. Um, like yeah. and subscribe. But more people need to watch hockey because this is the point I was getting to. More people need to watch hockey because basketball sucks, my my, my guy. <laughs> it's, the NBA is so boring and hockey is so exciting. Yeah. Kyle explains it and Kyle's dead on. But the only thing he, the only mistake he made was he said that the NHL is bigger than the NBA which is not the case uh, the NBA has a pretty I think they're second behind the NFL as far as viewing in the US and it's awful what because the NHL and the MLB are more um, what am I, more balanced than yeah. the NBA and the NFL combined As far as the teams. So, I mean, you can, you know, I'm talking about how the Sharks are awful this year. Um, But they can literally go and be a playoff team next year. Or they can even probably make the playoffs this year. The St. Louis Blues last year were... Out of it at the All-Star Bird. Yeah, they, I think, were one of the worst teams or something. Yeah. They had one of the worst records at the All Star break and came back and won the championship. So, um, yeah. Support hockey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you yeah. Have anything else? I'm trying to think if there's anything else we wanted to talk about. Um, well, I know one of the things that, that, uh, I thought was, you know, speaking of basketball that I thought was mildly interest or was interesting um not enough for me to actually watch, which is probably my you know, that's on me uh being a s- sports broadcaster um and not watching sports <laughs> um but Zion Williamson made his debut. Oh yeah. And I'm sure he Michael's got got stuff to talk about it, huh? wasn't that bad, either. Yeah, didn't he have, like... He had, like, 17 points in the fourth quarter. Or something.
3: He was monstrous. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Against, I think, think the the Spurs. If you watch
3: the game, or at least him, he doesn't have his, like... His mojo or his confidence yet. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he looks fit, either.
0: He probably isn't. (laughs) I mean... The Pelicans literally were like reteaching him how to walk <laughs> so I mean I think it'll probably be a couple games before you kind of kind of see that uh, um, well did so so you watch it John
3: um, I, I had it on and I watched bits and pieces
0: okay I was working. I got you. Do you have any other yeah. takeaways from it?
3: Any takeaways? Um, I really only watched it for Zion, and that was, those were my takeaways. He didn't look confident. He didn't look fit. Um, I know there's you know so much talk and so much commentary on he's not going to dominate. He's too big. I hope he does. Like I hope that I don't know if he slims down. <laughs> I don't know what. But I would love to see him be, you know, top of his game. Because to me, that just bums me out if he's just going to spend, you know, most of his NBA career injured when maybe I could have gotten a different Zion at Duke. That's fair, yeah. And as someone, I mean, I don't pay for these tickets, but as someone who gets entertainment from him, I I would want the, the most at. You know, out of March Madness. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, Zion, get happy, get healthy. <laughs> yeah. he, he could be he could
2: be big for the NBA. Like he could make a big big impact in on the NBA. So I hope he does well and I hope he stays healthy.
3: Yeah. I don't know what's gonna change, like what will change or what has to change for his physiology, but I hope it happens.
0: Yeah, well, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing also what uh, what Michael, if Michael's got any any takeaways or anything about it Um, next time he's able to join us, uh, we'll definitely have to revisit that. Um, The NBA just did their all is is about to do their all star stuff too, so that's taking a break do you guys watch NBA
2: um if it's on TV and there's nothing else yeah but usually not I'll try and find something else
3: yeah definitely not I only watched it because I heard Zion was playing okay yeah Yeah. which I think I've got to give Zion credit like if that's who if that's the player that he can be that he gets me to watch the end put on intentionally (laughs) an NBA game more power to him yeah, I will get a pelican tattooed on my chest if they. <laughs>
0: if what?
3: If they ever won, the NBA championship.
0: All right, you heard it here first, everybody. with a new, let me let me just look real quick, see where they're at in the standings. I mean, they haven't had him, so I don't think that they're necessarily any better than last year, especially since they lost AD
3: they're doing poorly
0: but (laughs) the nba is such a so unstable in that literally just like one player coming over to the pelicans and then bam there will be a a super team and they're gonna win a championship and then john's gonna have to get a pelican tattoo on his chest it still wasn't for like the Kings or something like that they are 12 yeah. in the Western Conference 17 and 28 yeah, honestly
2: John John, I would not have made that bet because I bet in your lifetime the Pelicans will win
0: I think uh, it needs to be, be within is, is it going to be within Zion's career
2: no does it
0: I don't know I mean Does it happen? I don't know
3: <laughs> like if you're like 85 years old <laughs> at that point I might as well I'm already in
2: the grave okay okay anyway okay
0: alright so so what I just heard is uh New Orleans wins a championship or John turns 85 whichever one happens first um Bam, Pelican Tattoo (laughs) now. Okay. Yeah, I I just... I want to start watching it. Like, I want to be invested in it because it's it's one of the four major sports or one of the five major sports. Um, I want to get into it, but I also just can't. Like, even with the Celtics having Kyrie... And, like, being on paper a good team, they were still terrible. And yeah. it's just, like, I mean, I know the Lakers are going to win this year. You know? There's that
3: rigged. It's rigged,
0: eh? It, what? It's not rigged. It's just it's top-heavy.
3: Well, yeah. not that the it's, Lakers, because LeBron and LeBron running his team.
0: You know? And, you know, barring some sort of injury, I mean... Last year was was an exception because the Warriors were so injured. Yeah. You know, not to take any credit away from Toronto, but
3: mm-hmm. Kawhi.
0: But literally, it's Toronto was Kawhi. I mean, where are they at now? Kawhi, Kawhi.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> sorry, NBA fans. You're not giving much love here.
2: I think oh <laughs> I think we need Michael to give it some love because yeah. he, he, he does watch it. So yeah. But anyway,
3: Roland, I've got to ask as a soccer 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 fan, what's yeah. it like being a Liverpool fan? <laughs> is it? I mean, just like right now, you're like the team is hasn't lost this year um Are you just like riding high
0: yeah i mean
3: i would be if
2: i was a fan well i am a fan of liverpool i like them but go ahead
0: they jumping on the bandwagon nice.
3: oh they, I've, been, send, I've been on it <laughs> did i send you the uh the article on jurgen klopp
2: yo no, that's um, why i'm on that's why i'm on Liverpool is because of the coach. He's a genius. He really, anyway,
0: he really is. Um, he is. Yeah, I in mean...
2: Greatest mind in soccer.
0: So, I still feel a little bit undeserving of it because, you know, this is my second year kind of into it and stuff. Like, like I was not expecting the Champions League last year and I'm not... I, I You know, I was... I am kind of expecting... To win the Premier League this year, but like, I still feel like I haven't really earned the right to be like, you know, <laughs> like, like to be proud of that or to be like, oh yeah, I'm a Liverpool fan. Like, we just won the championship, like, all this stuff. So, I mean, it's a little, it's a little weird. And part of it might just be because we're in the US um, and not in England. But I think a lot of it is is because of the fact that uh, this is only my second year following them, but it is it is exciting. Um, I haven't been able to watch a whole ton, uh, but I've gotten to see quite a few of the games. So that's pretty cool. I found a Liverpool sports bar around and that was a lot <laughs> <laughs> um it was the liverpool uh wolverhampton game a couple weeks ago and uh my brother had his wolves jersey in there
3: they just played to yesterday
0: yeah they played t- again yesterday um but yeah it is interesting um i don't i was just looking at the table earlier today uh I don't really see them losing it.
3: Yeah, I think mathematically it's impossible.
0: I mean, Unless depending just
3: lost every game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think they're only like, like eighteen or so points above. But like. Above Man City, but like yeah. they, I mean, the a lot has to go wrong, and I mean, last year they kind of had it pretty much sealed up too. But then they drew out of like, they drew like eleven out of thirteen games. So like I'm, um, something like that could still happen, especially as like the Champions League ramps up and like yeah. other domestic cups and stuff. But um, I think if you make it through like that that like rough Jan- early January hump, you're kind of like, yeah, things are a lot easier now. So yeah
3: festive period
0: yeah right. i don't know how how are you doing as a as a tottenham fan
3: a tottenham fan we're sitting fat eighth <laughs> i hate my life <laughs> <laughs> Um, no i don't know there's i'm ever the optimist i'm like hopefully we're rebuilding and our deep like we had our first clean sheet in a year so you know hopefully we're rebuilding towards something and you got a rebuild from the back first build up that spine um you know it's no good having an injury to Harry Kane and you know rumors are circling that we're going to sell Christian Erickson you know he's going to be out and he just doesn't work at all and so he's got to go um once our midfield's up and running I trust it um so it's just a project it's always a project I don't know how to feel this season's Gone for me. I can't believe I have to rewatch it on the Amazon. All or nothing this summer.
0: Where they do with Tottenham?
3: Yeah, this year.
0: Why would they do Tottenham? No offense. Because we
3: we're supposed to be like on the rise, like going to be a great season. We've got Mauricio. I guess
0: it literally was all or nothing.
3: <laughs> and now we've got nothing. <laughs> but I do want to point out this guy. This nineteen-year-old went to Borussia Dortmund. His name is Erling Holland. He um, played it in the Austrian Bundesliga, no, the Swiss Bundesliga. No, the Swiss Bundesliga. I don't know, for RB Salzburg, but this guy has Austrian. six goals in his first two games, and he's only played like sixty minutes.
0: Jeez!
3: At nineteen, he's the real deal. Sounds like me. Okay. <laughs>
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, that's definitely something we gotta we gotta do uh, at some point. Uh, maybe pre- probably on another pod is. Um. I on the, I know I have talked to you about it, but like the whole Jose Mourinho thing.
3: No. Yeah.
0: You know, <laughs> and and I definitely want to see like. The all or nothing thing. Now that I know about it, but.
3: There, he, do you think he he's a better saying, uh, Do you think he's a Tottenham a, oh, manager sorry. said they follow me everywhere except to the bathroom
0: <laughs> um,
3: he's so annoyed
0: do you like him as I guess you know having seen him you know coach a couple games and stuff now versus Pochettino would you say that it's an improvement coaching wise or
3: oh I don't know I think the hard part is um it's two different styles. Jose, or, you know, Pacchettino was forward, free flowing, attack minded, um, you know, progressive, quote unquote. And Jose's more, you know, park the bus, long ball it up, counter on the counter attack, which won him all of his champ, all of his trophies. Um, but I think what could work really well is that our forward players in midfield have a good chemistry already and he doesn't have to work too hard on that going forward, it's just getting their defense sorted out um, but when he was first announced, I thought to myself, is this how we become the bad guys? <laughs> 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 um, but it's odd because it seems to be a new Mourinho where at, uh, you know, Manchester United, he would throw players under the bus and now at his pet press conference it's all about family family spirit and I'm like oh hmm.
0: who are you <laughs> that is interesting yeah <laughs> maybe he learned his lesson
3: yeah he took a year off from coaching and so yeah. maybe learned some things
0: he's like you know I was kind of a dick <laughs> <laughs> hey keep it cheap Keep it all right, cute. all right,
3: gotta keep, all right. Got to keep our sponsorship. <laughs> I
0: don't even, do we it a oh, White Claw? <laughs> there's a, there are guy. I'll send you the link. Uh, there's a, there are these podcasters, they're kind of annoying, but I'll still send it to you. And they, they drink and talk about soccer. So. Yeah, sounds good. Maybe a spinoff series coming. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it's funny you bring up Jose Mourinho with the cheating stuff, because he got a yellow card for looking at the opposing manager's, like, tactic board in the middle of the game. (laughs) And in his press conference, he said, why did I get a yellow card for someone being an idiot and leaving it out? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny.
2: He's got a point.
0: You know, there's no such thing as cheating. It's just taking advantage of opportunities. You know, but then you happen to get caught. Like, I don't want to get back on this subject, but
3: yeah, we should probably end it. Yeah, we should probably wrap
0: up. Yeah, Um, yeah, we got about uh, just under ten minutes left of uh, (laughs) of like the thirty seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So um, I guess, do you have any? Uh, sports moments you wanted to talk about, anything interesting that we didn't already cover. I know we didn't talk anything about NFL and college football, so that's all fair game. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna wait on that uh, until Michael's back, and we're gonna do kind of our our pre Super Bowl preview. Uh, so that stuff will probably come next week. We'll talk about the Chiefs. Titans and um, the Packers Niners for a little bit not much everybody knows what happened but you know it'll mainly be focused on the winners but yeah
3: I've got a sports moment it's just news but I think we could have the best running race that may have ever just single, singular race that may ever have happened um, oh my gosh I want to get his name right but Elliot Kipchoge, who brought, famously broke the two hour barrier, barrier um, who has the current world record in the marathon he's racing and then Kinesia yeah Kinesia yeah blech, Kinesia Bekele of Ethiopia who is within two seconds of the world record is gonna happen and so this I think is gonna be the greatest marathon of all time when is that? London is April 26th so yeah Kipchoge and Bekele are just gonna Huh. They're both world record capable and so if this you know I some part of me really hopes they just this is their face off before the Olympics. Oh, good point. So I'm psyched.
0: So that is gonna be really cool.
3: Yeah, the uh, London event director said this is a matchup of two of the greatest athletes the world has ever seen. So I think, you know, that could be a debate For another time, but I'm just I'm psyched, I'm just gonna find a way To stream that, cause it's gonna be awesome Nice Um I don't
2: know, I don't really have a sports moment I mean, maybe the whole AB thing Uh, he turned himself into the police or Really? That issue at his house Um, but then he was released this morning so i mean i don't know he doesn't deserve any more attention honestly on this podcast but yeah there's still a b stuff happening in the news so yeah that's i guess this week's big news (laughs) i don't know
0: yikes yeah i think you know barring any other uh somehow he makes it onto another sport team even though I don't think he ever will I, doubt it. I think we're I think this that is officially uh, January 24th 2020 is probably the last time we will ever talk about EB AB on this thing so
2: uh, I wouldn't say that no do, you don't think so
0: okay yeah that's fair um what
2: about you sports moment
0: Uh, I guess for me oh that was pretty cool the I was gonna so I was gonna do um, I went to an AHL game uh, but the other day but um, actually bringing it back to the mount uh, did you guys see that clip of mount men's basketball they got like they had the number one highlight on SportsCenter or something like that. Oh, yeah,
3: that was baller. What? I missed that.
0: You got to look it, look it up. up. Uh, yeah. yeah. They get, they, uh, I I honestly don't know the guy's name, uh, but they got, like, a takeaway or something and, you know, brought it all the way down the court, and then he, like, dunked, he, like, dunked over someone. It was pretty sweet. Uh, nice. So there's that. And got to give a shout-out to my swimming uh people they i think they just had their senior meet today so uh that's pretty cool good job guys thanks <laughs> and girls this is they're the first uh ones that like started out as freshmen oh, all wow. the way through so like Brock and Matt Hart and all them yeah um
2: that's crazy
0: so yeah right <laughs> we're old i mean we're only
2: two years Two. it's crazy it feels like it's been five years since we graduated college but it's only been two years well one and a half i guess it still feels like five yeah <laughs> yeah
0: anyway Mecca. Okay. all right yeah that's uh you know pretty low-key podcast but i think that's gonna do it for us uh today um Yeah, tune back in next week. Hopefully we can get in, get everyone together and get a uh, pre-Super Bowl um, podcast going on. Um, And yeah, see you guys later.